0: What's up, guys? This is the Laidback Podcast. I'm Seth Groh, and I'm here with my buddy, Kurt. We're uh, we're excited to get this pilot going for you and great uh, content here in the future. Kurt, how you doing, man?
1: Hey, man. I'm doing great. Uh, definitely blessed to be here today. Uh, very happy that we're getting this off the ground and running. I know we've been working on this for a little bit now and that we've both have been pretty excited about starting a podcast to actually see and to be here recording our pilot episode i think it's pretty special
0: yeah it's uh been a long long haul trying to get things going uh i know i had some things lined up and it just didn't work and then of course you had an idea and and uh well why don't you tell us about how things kind of came into into being and, and the whole story behind uh how we started
1: yeah well uh i do have to give a shout out to anthony mckee he's a guy that i work with and i told him that i wanted to start a podcast mainly i wanted a family friendly one something that's clean something that like if you're a dad a mom or just a young person that wants good content without some of the stuff that's being said out there you know the vulgarness the the different things that aren't just positive vibes uh, i wanted to create a platform where they could listen to a podcast like that and not be worried about who's listening with them or anything like that. You know, I wanted to make sure that they that they could go somewhere and get good content with the positive vibes as well. And so anyway, he was like, well, what about the laid back podcast? And I instantly loved the name and I told you about it and you're pretty chill. And so I feel like it fit you pretty well. Don't you think?
0: Oh yeah. Like when you, when you mentioned it to me, I was like, I'm down. I said it was it was like perfect vibe feeling for for me, of course, like you said, I'm pretty chill. Um, I know you're kind of sometimes on a higher level, especially when we're playing basketball together. Uh, We got a lot of history on the court. Um, But yeah, uh, I I as soon as you you because you called me, you made a phone call to me and like, hey, man, I was talking to my buddy. This is this is the name. What do you think? And I was like, dude. It's perfect. It's perfect.
1: Yeah. And so I just thought the name really worked out well with our podcast and what we were trying to do. What was the reason that you wanted to start a podcast, Seth?
0: To be honest, that's a a solid question because for the longest time, I I kind of enjoyed listening to like talk show, uh, radio, um, uh, not necessarily announcers for sports, but like. I guess you could say like, like, like sports radio. I really enjoyed sports radio and I was into it and I always thought it would be kind of fun to be a a person that just got to sit there and talk, like hang out with, with their co-host or whatever and, and chat it up and, and just be able to, I don't know. It just seemed fun to me. And then podcasting came out. Um, Granted, I didn't exactly, pick it up right away Uh, wasn't till probably several years after it came out that I started listening to stuff and and at some point I decided hey you know that would be kind of interesting to try out had a buddy that I was going to try and start one with um, and then didn't quite work kind of fell through I really lately have been enjoying like in-depth conversation um, people being able to talk, um, explain ideas and and, and how, how they think and what they think about subjects and just learning how other people consider things and look at things through their life, through their experiences. And uh, I thought it would be fun, fun to do that kind of thing. And um, yeah, that's kind of really what took me into the idea of of launching a podcast um i don't know if it's anything similar to you to your story but
1: yeah so it, it'd be it'd be kind of similar um I, I guess you could say so like i don't know how you feel about bucket list items but it's definitely been a, like a bucket list item for me to, to do a podcast uh kind of same along along the same lines as you i really like listening to them uh i like the platform that it gives people uh for sure And so, like I said, what, you know, we're not going to be trying to offend people with our podcast. We're not trying to cause a a hot take necessarily or to hit hot button items to cause uh, arguments or or conversations of hate. We're really just here to spread positive vibes, good content and get you kind of thinking a little bit and to challenge challenge you in different ways. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of bucket list. I was able to actually come to California where you live. I know you're a little North of of Sacramento, but I was South. I was in LA and can you guess what I was doing there, Seth?
0: Well, to ask me to guess would be a little unfair to the, to the, the audience here. Uh, Kurt has already told me, Um, but you (laughs) went and watched a wrestling match. Am I correct?
1: Yeah. Not just any wrestling match, but the, the big daddy we went to uh, a buddy of mine Uriel we went to Wrestlemania 39 in in LA and uh, that you know going to a wrestling event was always something on my bucket list something that I always wanted to do and so I asked my wife for permission and she said I was good to go and it was a blast um there was a couple things that that really stood out on my trip and and one uh was the fact that like we bought two nights. It's a Saturday night and a Sunday night event. And um I was kind of challenged in my faith a little bit actually because like the reason I wanted to go was to see John Cena who I've loved since he started wrestling uh in maybe one of his last matches and he was wrestling in in WrestleMania but he was on the Saturday card and he was opening WrestleMania which was at 4:30 which is still going on during Sabbath. Hmm. And so I kind of had a decision-making. I was kind of talking to my buddy. He's like, yeah, I'm not really comfortable going on Sabbath. And I was like, yeah, you're right. You know, I think you're right. We should wait. And so we went to the beach, just hung out. And then we went later that night. So I did miss the match, but I felt better for it, being able to stand up for, you know, something I believe in, you know, because what are we if we're not faithful to what we believe in, right?
0: Right. It's held to your morals.
1: Yeah. So speaking of bucket list items, I I thought it'd be kind of cool to maybe go through our top three bucket list items that we have and kind of like what made us choose those items and why they're kind of important to us. And we'll just start from like three going to number one. How does that sound to you, Seth?
0: Yeah, that works for me. I uh, you you had kind of mentioned it to me uh, and and to kind of because I didn't exactly have a list which I know that some people do, some people don't.
1: Can, can you kind of explain a little bit to like why you haven't had a list yet? Like, is it something like you just never thought you needed to kind of do or just?
0: Yeah, sure. Uh, Well, to be completely honest, it's never like, of course, through life, like there's things that you, uh, you think about, hey, that'd be fun. You know, that'd be cool. That'd be enjoyable to do. Um, But it was never like something of a priority to me to to kind of like sit there and be like oh you know I want to do this or I want to do this I want to do this and then help hold, hold them like as a quote unquote list you know um, it's for me it's more the mindset of like so I see something I do I would say hey that'd be fun but I don't necessarily like I hadn't necessarily hold held on to it like that um, but. I at least have a couple things here now um,
1: yeah that's good that's starting, good
0: starting a list it's changing changing a little bit in my lifestyle help of no help of my friends and family
1: and, and that's what we're here all uh, that's what we're all about at the laid back podcast man <laughs> challenge you to kind of get out a little bit more change your style um so for me i've always been a big guy of lists mm-hmm. like uh and the most important list i ever made was like the list of what I wanted in a girl uh, or my wife. Uh, and I made the list pretty, pretty intense. It was a top, I do a lot of top 10 lists. So like top 10 reasons or pros and cons list, things like that. And Michelle, she hit like nine out of 10 items on that list, which I thought was pretty solid. Uh, and eventually she hit the 10th item. But for me, lists, is always, lists have always been an important part of how I organize things and how I visualize and do stuff and make decisions even so. I'm excited to hear your three, your three things. Do you want to go first with your third thing and then I'll go or. Sure.
0: Uh, it's interesting before we get to it though. It's interesting just to see the differences in, in uh, how people think. Um, I think you're more analytical in, in certain aspects like in sports and whatnot. And I'm more of just like, I watch it cause I enjoy it, you know? Um, and not that I don't enjoy stats and analytics and everything, but. I can kind of see now that you and I have talked about stuff, I can kind of see how our mindsets are different in that, in that area. It's kind of interesting to, uh,
1: yeah. I mean, I'm an analytical, analytical because I guess like when, definitely when, we'll use sports for the example. Um, I guess my sports is a lot different than yours because like you said, you do yours a lot more for viewership mm-hmm. and, and enjoy it. And I do a lot more, a lot more minus fantasy football, fantasy basketball, so in order to, like, get the right guys, make the right trades, look at who to pick up, the eye test is nice, but mm-hmm. sometimes you got to look at the stats and see how they're doing. And so I guess because I've played fantasy football for so long, that's kind of seeped in to my regular <laughs> life now, I guess. Uh, so, but anyway, man, uh, drum roll. We'll hit the drum roll music. And
0: All right. What did you so-
1: Number three item on your bucket list. Number
0: three is my lowest or number three is my highest.
1: Number three be your lowest. We're working up to the number one.
0: Okay. So of my list that I have here, uh, I would say number three would be learn to surf. I always thought it would be kind of cool, uh, to learn to surf. I love, I love the waves. Um, I love the sight of the clear blue water and the beach and everything. Um, not so much just hanging out on the beach, but I like to be in the action where the waves are. And I'm, a, for those of you who don't know, me from being from Alaska um, or living in Alaska, I should say, I snowboard um, and I absolutely loved snowboarding. And so I've always thought the warmer aspect of snowboarding would be, you know, surfing. So I thought it'd be fun. I've always, Thought it would be really fun to learn to surf.
1: Okay, any destination in particular where you'd like to try surfing for the first time?
0: Uh, the easy answer for me is Hawaii because I of the of all the places I've been, Hawaii has been definitely one of my favorite places to to go. Uh, gotcha. Yeah.
1: So, so there's three people in my family. There's myself. I have a a wife named Michelle. And we have a nine-month-old baby named Evie. Um, Out of the three of us, one of us has actually surfed before. That would be Michelle. Um, She went surfing in Brazil uh, when she was there, Uh, which is funny. If you guys ever get to meet her, you can ask her what it was like to surf without knowing how to swim. Um, (laughs) It's a a great story that I'm sure she would love to tell you guys. (laughs) So ironically, the number three on my list is is kind of similar to yours. It's in the water, mm-hmm. but it would be um, shark diving for me. Oh, wow. Um, and for the longest time, I always wanted to go like cage diving uh, off the, the coast of Africa uh, or Mexico for, with great whites. Mm-hmm. But I've done some research into it, and it's not really the best thing for the shark sometimes. And so I've kind of changed my mind to where I'd like to actually go diving, free diving essentially, uh, without a cage there. Um, And either just kind of chill, like either free dive a little bit or get scuba certified and actually go to the bottom and and feed sharks that way because it's a little bit more less stressful for them uh, instead of getting them all riled up and then have them bite a cage kind of thing. And plus, I looked into it, it's like, it's like twenty five hundred dollars to go shark cage diving, um, in San Diego anyway, and it's a thousand dollars just to sit on the boat. So we'll kind of take a look at that. But that's number three on mine uh, is to go shark diving.
0: Do you do you have a favorite shark that you would love, like to see?
1: I have a favorite shark, but I don't want to see it. <laughs> it would it would be uh it would be a great white shark. Yeah, but I definitely don't want to see that. At all. Not, at least not without a cage. Um, those things are... Big. Those things are monsters, man. Like, some, like, there was one that it they, they, they was, like, 20, 21 feet. Just just monsters. Um, I think it'd be kind of cool to swim with, like, a whale shark. I know those that's rare to actually be able to do. But to see that or to see, like, even a blue whale, just... Mm-hmm. A blue whale is, like, 100 feet long. And a whale shark is, like, 60. You know, so, like, they're just... They're just monster, monster, monster creatures, but so majestic. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: for sure, what do you got for number two? All right, on your, I'm excited to see this after after the surfing one. The surfer went through me. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see that one coming. So,
0: yeah, uh, number two is similarly related in the sense of the location. Um, I have always, uh, not always, but I've since since. I've been married to my wife Ashley. There are two of us only in my family. Um, I say that because well, you, have, you, you, you said you, three. You, you have you have kids. They're <laughs> furry kids, but you have them. <laughs> That's true. I do have five dogs. It could be quite chaotic sometimes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I've always told Ashley it would be fun to take her. To the Big Island to the observatory, so that's kind of one on my list that I'd like to take my wife to the observatory on the Big Island, there on the top of the mountain. Uh, Can
1: you, for those of, for those of people that are listening, that might not know what the Big Island is, do you want to clarify what that is for them?
0: I think it's, I think it's Oahu, but I don't want to be wrong on that.
1: We'll get our tech guys on this real quick. <laughs> I'll let you continue with your, uh, your reasoning of why you guys want to go there.
0: Okay. You're looking it up then. Our tech guy is. Yeah. Yeah. Our tech guy. (laughs) But yeah, uh, I've been there myself. Uh, it was an amazing experience. You are literally standing on what feels to be the top of the world. Uh, you're above cloud level. You're looking out over just water to the eye, to the, to the end of what your eyes can see. Um, and then if you go up towards the evening, of course, um, the sunset is just amazing. Uh, a lot of people go up there to quote unquote, watch the green flash. Now I can't say whether that that is or is not a real thing. Um, kind of a, a big thing there in Hawaii is everybody tries to say they saw the green flash, which is when The sun goes just under the horizon, there's supposedly supposed to be this green flash that happens. I have never seen it. I've known people that said they've seen it. But as far as me go, as far as it goes for me, I have yet to see it. But that would be probably my number two is taking my wife, Ashley to hawaii on the big island which is do we have the tech guy so i
1: i got confirmation from the tech guy it's inconclusive what he was telling me is that the big island is a reference to actually the isle of hawaii uh which is referred to as the big island which is the biggest one of the hawaii chains he couldn't confirm whether it was that so i'll leave that up to our listeners (laughs) if you guys are interested to kind of find out Feel free to do so and let us know uh, your what you guys find, but yeah. we're gonna have to pay our tech guys a little bit more, Seth, because <laughs> uh, we can't begin inconclusive uh, results. This is
0: this is very true. This is very so, true.
1: Probably fire that guy and hire him back at a lower or lower wage. I think.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, what would your number two be?
1: Yeah. So, number two for me. It was close between number two and number one. Uh, but I want to catch a – I'm not a big baseball fan. I'm not a not a huge uh, fan of baseball, mainly because it's slow, kind of boring, not a lot of action. But I do want to go to Boston. I've been to Boston once, but it was for a work trip, and I was only there for like – It was only there for like 19 hours. I flew Mm -hmm. in. We went to our work meeting presentation, went to the hotel and then flew out the next morning. Mm -hmm. So it was super quick, but I'd love to go to Boston actually spend some time there and catch a baseball game at Fenway park, which uh, is the baseball park there in in Boston. That'd be something that I would like to do. So that'd probably be number two on my bucket list right now.
0: Why Boston?
1: Um, Dude, there's so much history in, in Boston. So much stuff that happened there, you know, and just the so they have a the baseball park is nicknamed. They have a big green wall out there called the the Green Monster. Uh, so that's just kind of cool to see, and it's one of the most, I guess, um, coolest places to go to watch a game um, in Boston. But they also have good food. We were there. We went to one place that had really good food uh, that I remember going. So um, that's probably just about it. It's just uh, a cool place to visit. We like to travel, and it's one of the places that have eluded me. Hmm. Uh, I've been to about 40, 42 states in my travels, and so that's one of the ones that, even though I was there, I don't really count it. 19 hours doesn't really count uh, when you spend most of your time in the airport, pretty much.
0: So Yeah. I was just curious because I know that you're an Atlanta Falcons uh, fan, so I was wondering if there was any – or not – Relation because obviously they're not in the same thing, but why why Boston as a as yeah a I don't favorite? I don't
1: know I don't know any reference between Boston and, and the Falcons at all no, honestly there's no reference <laughs> nothing that I can think of um, at all that have I mean yeah we don't play in the same we don't play in the same conference same division I can't think of anything that would make that. A process anything
0: so sorry i guess the real question is what i was getting to is obviously why why boston are you a fan because i know that you're oh, a fan oh, of the oh, falcons that's oh, why I've,
1: yeah i i followed the red sox for a while okay back in 2001 2004 mainly because i hate the yankees and so the next logical thing is to cheer on a team that plays them quite a bit now so yeah and so that would be um one my favorite baseball player is manny ramirez Uh, Because, as you know, I'm a pretty cocky basketball player. (laughs) I play with a lot of of passion, a lot of trash talk. And I was flipping through the channels, and I watched this baseball player. And he hit a baseball. And what Manny was known for, so when you hit a baseball, you try to run as quickly as you can to see how many bases you can get. Mm -hmm. But sometimes Manny would hit the ball, and he would slowly walk out of the batter's box with his hands raised high. And then take off running. But it was just like, I was like, wow kind of kind of arrogant the little showboating and i loved it and so uh, i fell in love with him in like 2000 i think four is when i started watching a little more so Hmm. but yeah cool for sure so that brings us to your number one spot Mm -hmm. seth i'm excited let me try to guess here let me guess what your number one spot is
0: you're never gonna guess
1: okay well now with that kind of attitude you know okay um you for your number one bucket list item you want to cook me a homemade dinner at some point is that it steak alfredo with a dash of garlic pesto sauce is that what you're thinking with a homemade cheesecake was that number one on your bucket list
0: i I think we're getting confused between your bucket list and my bucket list Oh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay well why don't you tell us what your number one item is all right
0: So uh, when I was making this list, I was trying to think of something that I've always said, hey, uh, essentially a bucket list item, like something I've always said, I want to do this, it'd be cool, or in the future, I want this. So the best, best answer that I came up with for my number one is someday I'd like to say that I own a ranch with a lot of property some some cattle some horses i think that would be awesome i've always thought that would be awesome it would be something that i would really consider myself hey man i did it you know so i <laughs> <laughs> um it's it's uh probably something kurt didn't expect i don't think i've ever necessarily said that around him i know i've said it around my wife plenty of times but uh I, I like, I like the idea of having, having property and, and being able to go on morning walks, um, on my own space and having my own area and
1: I got, I got a follow up question on that just Mm -hmm. real quick. Do you know how to ride a horse?
0: I have, I have ridden horses
1: okay like by ridden do you mean like on a trail ride yeah so like, i don't i don't
0: like i don't necessarily know how to take care of a horse or how to ride a horse
1: okay. i'm just saying i think i found number four on your bucket list item um that's all i'm saying
0: <laughs> i mean as far as horses go like that's not like a high priority like
1: well if you're gonna have it's cattle just,
0: it's just an added just an added ride a horse. thing you know, technically, in a, in a weird way, I probably could say that I, I have a dog ranch. I got five dogs. It feels like I own a dog ranch.
1: <laughs> I think it's more of a dog kennel.
0: <laughs> dog hotel. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I've always thought it would be cool to, to have some what, land. Have some what would the prop- name of your ranch be? You know, that is an excellent question. You're putting me on the spot.
1: I know I know you hate that.
0: Uh, not necessarily hate it. Out
1: there. He d- he likes to have a prepared answer where that's I'm more true. I'm more No, No. <laughs> I just, just I, I think just, so.
0: I just have but, to or, think about hey, it now. When
1: I, when I say you like to have a prepared answer, that's what I mean. In in 9 out of 10 times when I've asked you questions in the past, usually you say, and I quote, I might get back to you on that or let me think about this for a second or two. And it's usually 5 or 6 minutes, which is fine. You just like to put a little thought into your answers more than, more than I do. There's nothing wrong with that, but you're just not someone like for me, I'll give you an answer like that without putting much thought into it. And then I might change my answer later where you're, you're kind of like what my grandpa always used to say, measure twice, cut once. You (laughs) like to really put your thought into what you're, what you're doing to make sure you have the most, um, I guess, the best answer that fits what you're looking for, you know,
0: I, so, I I guess my answer for that would be I mean the the quickest answer I can come up with is is like grow acres or grow ranch you know being my last name is grow you know
1: growing pains yeah if you don't know how to ride a horse that's what you're gonna have
0: I, I think it's yeah. reference to something else definitely
1: well there's a show called Growing Pains
0: I I think I've heard of it
1: Kirk Cameron was in it and uh, so Kirk Cameron um robin thick's dad i think he was in it
0: these and names Leo, i don't know <laughs>
1: oh leonardo dicaprio
0: okay obviously i've heard yeah. of that one
1: yeah i would hope so but okay ranch ranch uh would you ever think about like using your ranch for like maybe like troubled teens or something like that like a purpose for the ranch or is it more just like a, a hideaway kind of getaway for y- yourself kind of to kind of relax and retire to
0: you know, Ashley and I have talked about an idea that we've had. I don't. My mom's a teacher. She teaches kindergarten. She she's taught from kindergarten to to like all the way up to eighth grade. Um, I don't think she's gone anything higher than that. But uh, we've always liked the idea, or I shouldn't say we've always. We've talked about the idea of of owning property, getting some some simple farm animals growing gardens and then having schools come out on field trips and essentially teaching them how to work in a garden and how to work with animals and everything and so it wouldn't necessarily be run by the kids coming out and doing that but that would be part of it is uh they'd be guided in how to harvest and how to plant and how to care for animals um so that'd be kind of interesting, a teaching tool, a learning technique for, for kids um, where nowadays in society you're a little more cooped up inside, not cooped up, but, but have a tendency to stay inside with the devices we have in our hands all the time and video games. And... Anyways, something like that, field trip destination.
1: Yeah, no, I got you. So I work for Cintas, first aid and safety. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of things that I do is I check either first aid cabinets or uh, AEDs, which is like an automated external defibrillator. One of my customers where I check their AED, they do that. Um, I'm not going to say their name on here because I just really know if I'm allowed to, to say that kind of stuff. Right. I have to check with my work. But um, what they do is they have a parcel of land. I think they have like an acre or two. And they have they have a section for a community garden where people from the community can kind of come do their things. And then they have little plots where they plant different things. And they have schools that come in like two days during the week, and they help like weed the weed the area, water it, um, make sure that they don't need like any kind of support uh, sticks put in to kind of hold up vines or things like that. And uh, they say that they have a lot of a lot of good feedback from that from. From kids doing that, Uh, my wife is also a teacher, and she does nature immersion two days a week, where she takes the kids out into the forest and the woods, and they do that. So I think that's a great idea. I think at some point, you know, maybe later down when you guys are a little more established in what you guys are wanting to do in life, or or things like that, I think that'd be a great way to kind of give back to not only your community but just keeping, like you said, people engaged in nature outside. And not that there's anything wrong with video games or stuff like that, but it's always important to have. I think a diverse um, look on life Mm -hmm. and not just be inside necessarily. You know what I mean? So I think that I think that'd be cool, man,
0: for sure. Absolutely. That's the whole mindset, the whole idea. All right. We we haven't heard your number one. So what would that be? Uh,
1: It's not a ranch uh, (laughs) because I don't like horses at all. So for me, it would be going to Australia. that would be the number one on my bucket list. And I could probably knock off the number three item while I'm there uh, because they have a lot of good uh, shark activity. Obviously, they have the Great Barrier Reef there and everything like that. But uh, we almost went, my wife and I almost went to Australia for our honeymoon instead of um, going on a cruise to Alaska. But during July, it was the winter season for Australia because... I think their seasons are kind of flipped. And so the weather wasn't that great. Mm -hmm. And we had a good chance of the rainy season. We had a good chance of just kind of being inside the whole time. And uh, dude, like, I I don't know how many things are on it, but out of the top 25 things that want to kill you in this world, Australia has to have at least 10 of them.
0: I'm pretty sure Australia is there at the top.
1: Yeah. No, there's like between the salties and like snakes and it's just crazy. And they also have something like I don't know if it's called like the spider season. Like, so I'm afraid of two things in life: heights and spiders. Like, I don't care. I don't kill spiders in my house. My wife does that for me. <laughs> I shriek. Uh, I get scared. Dude, there was one time in my old house, there was a spider in the basement, and I was like, today is the day I'm gonna face my fear and I'm gonna kill this spider. And I got up, I got my shoe. Spider's probably like four feet away from me. I raise my shoe, take a step towards it. And I'll have you know, it was at that moment I found out that there's something called a jumping spider. (laughs) And this spider jumped like two feet towards me. And I screamed, threw my shoe away and said, you know what? Basement's yours. And I went upstairs for the night. And that was the most terrifying moment of my life. That's... Uh, until until Evie was being born, uh, that was terrifying uh, to go through, for sure, because uh, we had to do an emergency C section, so that was scary. But up until then, uh, yeah. So spiders. But there's a season in Australia where like spider webs are everywhere, and it's just crazy. And then they have monster spiders, like huge things. So it's on. It's the number one on my list because I feel like I will have to work through the other ones first to get there, and so. As much as I'd love to go there, just because the scenery is amazing, and there's so much cool stuff you can do there, but then it would also be facing a lot of my fears, um, as well. But, but yeah, man, I do have an honorable mention for my top three. Didn't quite make it, but I just want to throw it out there. Kind of a, kind of a thing. I want to do. You know, you have the Grand Canyon and everything, and there's like a a raft a rafting tour that kind of goes through the Canyon a little bit. Have you seen those or advertisements for those kind of, Yeah. Uh, but you get some really good pictures from, from down there while you're like rafting, looking up and, and the water is really cool looking. And so like, that's something I would like to do. Not quite in my top three, but it's on the list.
0: Cool. Cool.
1: For sure. Do you have a, a, an honorable mention? Something that you're like, yeah, I could kind of want to do it, but it's just not, it's kind of a thing where, Nah, doesn't really matter too much If it happens, it happens
0: Uh, I don't I don't no. That's cool Yeah, I would have we'll check to, to with you, a little bit like, more on it Yeah
1: <laughs> That's all good, man Um, But anyway, that's kind of cool I, I enjoyed kind of seeing your bucket list Kind of seeing how it's evolving You know, it's kind of cool Because like bucket list items are just a way for us to I guess, you know, accomplish achievements or things that we want to do in life, essentially. And so it's kind of cool to kind of, it's a fun way to get to know someone and see what their kind of goals are and see what they're trying to accomplish. Because you never know when your goals might line up with someone else, you know, kind of like we both had goals of doing this podcast, you know, and lo and behold, I didn't know you wanted to start a podcast until I was starting one and you were like, Hey, I was going to with my friend. That's like, Hey, I was going to, and then it kind of happened. You know, and I know we're 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 getting up getting up here on, on time, but before we close or anything like that, I just want to maybe give me like three things that people can expect from our podcast. Um, obviously, we're not going to spend time talking about random topics like like bucket list things. You know, we might have some random conversations, but what are three things that they can kind of expect, or maybe like a some of the topics that you, you that we could talk about that they can kind of look forward to as the uh, podcast continues
0: so probably topic wise i think we'll have things that that you and i are mainly just like who we are like things that we enjoy things that uh we like to talk about um things that we want to bring to light uh we we would love to in the future have people come on the show uh Interviews, conversations with others. Like I said earlier, I'm I'm really um, interested in de- in in-depth conversation. I want to uh, understand people a little more, understand how people think. Uh, take the time to listen, and uh, this this will be a platform for for as you said, a platform for for us to reach out to have other people reach out. And an, an amazing, beautiful tool in, in doing that with whatever we decide. I think a lot of it is still undecided. We just like to hang out, you know? So as far as three things, I, I think it just kind of, in a summary, I didn't have three things, but I'd kind of summarize just of my idea of how, how I think this podcast will be
1: Sure, sure. Yeah, that works, man. Um, As you know, like, I, of course, I have a list. So, like, you know, this is the way it rolls for me. But, like, first thing is they're, they're going to get Christian-based uh, topics, you know, necessarily. Not to say that we're going to talk about the Bible every time. But when we do talk about things, it's going to be clean topics. You know, we're not going to talk about things that are, are dirty or... Or vulgar, you know, we, we talked about earlier on. We want something that's going to be family-friendly, you know. But we also want something that's going to be engaging. Like, we don't want to just have a podcast where you and I talk the whole time. So we want to have guests on, people with different point of views. You know, we want to hear from our listeners in the comments. Or when we set up, we're going to set up, hopefully, a, a way for you guys to contact us. You know, so we want, to, we want to be engaged with our listeners as well. And then at the same time, like I said, we want to give a voice. To people that might not be able to get on other podcasts, or maybe they don't have a way to start their own podcast, but they have a message they want to get out there. Maybe they have an idea. You know, sometimes the greatest voices and ideas only need a chance, and I want to be able to do that for people. Um, Like I said, I have a friend up in Wisconsin, and mental health awareness is super big for her. It's impacted her life, and she does whatever she can to try to raise awareness for that and I told her, like hey listen we'll we'll let you come on our show we're going to give you a voice to to raise awareness about mental health and ways to combat that and how it's okay to reach out you know one of the biggest things right now especially in my workplace at Syntos sales is very stressful we have a, n- a number of people that go through mental health issues because of stress anxiety and things like that and i just want people to know that it's okay to reach out and so those are some of the topics that we can think about we're going to get um, I know you're going to give us a little teaser before we end on what our next episode's going to be about. You know, maybe just like a little 10, 15 second thought process of what we can kind of expect for the next episode. But like mental health, you know, we can do something on cooking. You know, like I said, it's a laid back podcast. We really don't have a general theme for it. It can be anything and everything. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's two guys that really just like to talk with each other. We just want to share, share that with other people. Do you do you have uh like maybe 10 seconds a 10 second blurb for our our official episode I guess that we're going to air?
0: Sure. Uh let's uh, let's go about it this way. Uh now Kurt, I know that you work by yourself. Um you you have like you said you're in sales, you do a lot of driving. Um you're around delivering and taking orders and some stuff like that, correct?
1: Yeah, I would probably say like so. I do have a support staff. I do have, uh, a service manager and a, and a great team at my office that helps me out. But I would probably say about sixty seventy percent of the time I'm in the field by myself talking with customers. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to. I don't want to leave out my support staff and all the people that help me be successful either. But yeah, the majority of the time I'm I'm by myself.
0: Yeah, so it's a little bit different for me. As you said, you you had a keyword there, team, uh, in your your, um, support staff, uh, like you were saying. For me, I work with people all the time. And uh, I have lots of team members around me. Teamwork has been a huge impact in my life, whether it comes to work, whether it comes to lifestyle, whether it comes to sports, you and I playing basketball. These are, are important aspects of everybody's life. Everybody has different experiences and whatnot. So I'd like to talk, we'd like to talk about uh, teamwork and experience in teamwork, maybe how to become a better team mate. That's a topic that, that is a, has been important in my life. Um, probably important in a lot of people's lives and so that's kind of where we're gonna go with the first episode what we're gonna do um what our topic is gonna be so we're excited to to take that to you guys excited to to get this going it'll be our first episode we'll have it here in the future
1: awesome yeah i think it's gonna be a great topic for people to honestly i i know a lot of people sometimes take teamwork for granted They just think that maybe it just happens instantly, but there's a lot of things that go involved. So we're gonna talk about things that make a great team, things that could hurt teamwork, characteristics that can help improve it. You know, like humility is a thing that goes into teamwork. You know, we're gonna talk about some pros and cons and and like you said, how you can be a better team player. And maybe we'll have some scenarios of life stories that each of us can come up with that, uh, of examples of times where we've been a great team member and, we, you know, we'll be vulnerable with our listeners and maybe a time when we haven't been a great team member um, as well and, and how we've rebounded from that and learned from that experience. But like I said, I think it's a great topic. and I think our listeners can look forward to the first episode mm-hmm. uh, and see what exciting things we have to, to come through with them for about teamwork. I think it's a great topic, Seth, for absolutely,
0: sure. Absolutely.
1: Uh, before we close, do you have anything else you want to say? Last um, parting words.
0: Uh, As far as Last Parting Words go, uh, we're going to try and figure out a situation uh, so that you guys, as listeners, can come into contact with us. We'll be working on that. Um, Maybe that'll be in the first episode.
1: Yeah, we have a lot of different things, a lot of cool things that we're going to bring out for you guys. We're going to have some swag shops that are going to start happening. So you can can support our podcast and, and, and things like that. You know, you can help us raise our, our, our viewership just by word of mouth. If you like the podcast and you think that someone could benefit from listening to it, just, you know, have them subscribe to us. We'll be out there on different platforms as well. We'll make sure that we share that in the first episode. Uh, we are going to try to do a new episode every week. We're going to try to release that episode. Uh, we haven't decided which day that will be, but we will re- be releasing one once a week. And so we can look forward to that. That way you guys can hear us and, And enjoy the content that we're coming out with uh, for sure. Uh, We appreciate you guys listening to our pilot episode. We look forward to getting to know you guys more as we go on this journey with the Laidback Podcast. And uh, other than that, we'll see you guys next time. Appreciate you guys listening.
0: Take it easy.